0: Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Prime podcast. Wait, no. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's we've gone back in time. It's
1: that kind of night. Yes, it is. Yeah.
0: Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Robots in Disguise podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. And what we want to know is, can you dig it?
1: Yes. Can yes, I can.
0: You, you can't see, but I've got a bunch of, like, bottles on my fingers, and I'm clinking them together.
2: <laughs> I, I, I did that last time. I didn't bring any
0: with me. I am and, uh,
1: already resisting the urge to go on a lecture about drill tanks.
2: <laughs> I mean, I I think it's too late in the season to be a baseball fury.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I oh, well uh, it, Halloween is just coming up, and we're just about to get to the World Series.
1: Oh, oh this is sports thing. this things. recording. It's okay.
0: Well, I mean, they're baseball furies oh. from from the Warriors. You know,
1: they're uh, like guys who
0: wear like kiss makeup and yeah. dress up in baseball uniforms. Yeah, That's one of those movies baseball.
1: I haven't actually seen, though. I'm more interested in perhaps seeing it at some point than Top Gun.
0: It's, I'd say, it's worth. Yeah,
2: seeing. It, it's it's a very basic story, kind of short, but it's fun. <laughs> it's one long chase scene.
1: I'll have to look that up next time. I'm like, what from my back catalog do I need to knock out? No, it's ba- it's
2: based upon a book, which is based upon an ancient Greek myth.
0: Mm-hmm. Or was it a Roman myth? A Greek myth, I believe. Anyway, uh, today's episode is Can You Dig It? first aired May 23rd, 2015, uh, written by Stan Berkowitz, who this is the second of only two Transformers episodes he's written. Huh. Uh, he also wrote Rise of the Constructicons back in Transformers. Oh Canada. wow! Uh, but he is a big DC Comics writer. Oh
1: okay. Hmm. See, like, I big
0: DC Comics TV show writer. Oh, like you know, a lot of a uh, lot of Justice League Unlimited, uh, Static Shock, Batman Beyond. Oh, Wow.
1: Okay. So like uh, Superman, like the cartoons, Batman. Not like the CW stuff.
0: Yes, that's okay. right.
2: Yeah, the, the stuff we've seen, the good uh, DC stuff.
1: Yeah, I've seen a lot of the Uh, cartoons. I just haven't, like, watched any of... Well, I did watch a little bit of Supergirl.
0: And it goes back as far as that live-action Superboy show from the early 90s. Oh, wow. Wow. Which I have not seen. Is
1: that the one where Lex Luthor was played by the guy who did the voice of Flash on Justice League?
0: No. No, No, that that was Smallville. that was
1: Smallville. Right.
0: Yes. He was like sexy teen Lex Luthor. Yes. I'm not even sure if this one did have Alex Luther on it, but it did have uh, Gilbert Gottfried playing What? Nick Knack who was like a fake toy man. Wow.
1: Wait, so that's not the only time Gilbert Gottfried's been a superman villain either. He's been two Superman villains. It's about time for him to become a third.
0: And he also wrote uh, an issue of the comic book detailing Nick Knack's origin.
1: Oh wow. He's cool. He's a cool guy.
0: I occasionally listen to his podcast. It's pretty amusing.
1: <laughs> Might have to. Uh, but
0: have before that, that he wrote a bunch of like live-action '80s TV, including episodes of uh, the new Adam Twelve, uh, the new Dragnet, and TJ Hooker. <laughs> well, she got TJ Hooker on your resume there. That that's the winner. Not, it's not terrible. So this episode opens with a guy, one one of uh, a, a cold open construction worker who is digging something up and then finds something he didn't want to find. Is it
1: the Tesseract?
0: (laughs) Before time began, there was the cube. cube.
1: I forget. Is this the first time we've actually seen Energon in this form on robots in disguise? Um,
0: I think so, yes. I can't even remember seeing a lot of Energon cubes on Prime. Yeah, there
1: were. The Decepticons
2: had them, although I think they were... Purple oh, well, back that's, then? well. They have the crystals. Did they have the I cubes? I think they were they
1: processing them into cubes sometimes? quite frequently. Oh, right, that's right. Like but in the mines with all sort of the, the, I guess normally in a in a two D sort of art style, I'm just so used to seeing energon cubes being pink that yes, I was immediately like, "Is that the tesseract?"
2: Well, yeah, because it's it's blue and they're solid. Like back in G one, back when we had lots of characters wearing heart. Hats at construction sites. It was a liquid in like glass, and, and this is like a solid steel cube that just glows
0: blue. It's all weird. Yeah, this is this would definitely be a guy in a hard hat who was who discovered yes, this.
1: It's the cube.
0: Like beige jacket, uh, jeans, work boots. You know, one of those yeah. guys.
1: What was with late two thousands action movies and imp- very important cubes?
0: It's a it's a fun word to say. It is a
1: fun word to say.
0: Where is the
1: cube? Just, I'm, I need I need more hiddles. I need more hiddles, <laughs> Loki, in my life.
0: Well, that show's coming eventually. Soon. It is coming eventually.
1: I don't know if I'll. So anyway, yeah.
0: This this guy digs up an energy cube. Uh, he starts to look for it, and then suddenly the ground collapses beneath him, and he, he only barely escapes before this cube is taken away by a a scary robot claw. And it's yeah.
1: it's. All of this is uh, witnessed by an exciting variety of human model co-workers, which, again, is like, it's very nice to actually have a variety of human characters and not just Mm -hmm. vacant cities.
2: I wasn't really paying attention. They might have all been the same body type, but very different faces.
1: Yes. Good job actually putting the work in animators.
0: So we cut we cut now to the scrapyard, and Russell and his uh, robot buddies are watching what is, like a biker movie or possibly a biker TV show.
1: I would assume a movie. I yeah. don't know. Are there biker TV shows of this sort?
0: Well, there's that. Uh, there's that Sons of Anarchy, but yeah. Russell should definitely not be watching. Yeah, it.
2: I don't. Think... Or they could be watching reruns of Renegade. <laughs>
0: Well, the dialogue certainly indicates it's something equally cheesy. This
1: definitely yeah. sounded like the kind of movie that would have been on MST3K. Like Side yes. Hackers yeah. or something.
0: Side Hacking is definitely going <laughs> yes. on. The, I, or, or what was it? Was it The Wild Angels? Yeah. That one with uh, with Jim Backus?
2: Uh, was, uh, were there bikers in The Girl with the Gold
0: Boots? I think that might, might have had bikers.
1: Probably, hmm. but not as much as Side Hackers.
0: Or no, was that... there one of those... Was there a biker movie from the same guy who did the uh, Ega?
1: Uh, Probably. Whether oh. it was on it like, MST3K yeah, or not, so. I couldn't say, but probably. Like the,
0: like the Wild Guitar or something? Oh, wow. Oh, Arch... Is it Arch Hull Jr.? Was that the guy?
1: Yeah. Like that. that sounds The weird. really,
0: like, the kind of Gary Busey looking guy who they're kind of trying to push <laughs> as a teen idol.
1: Yes. <laughs> I,
2: well, and, that happened in a couple of them. There was a guitar guy at a farm or something that was one of those yeah. mysteries. We're, we're going way off topic. And yes. I'm, I keep getting annoyed by Side Hackers. It's this one movie I've heard so much about for Mr. Sense Theater. I've never seen that one. Apparently
1: I need to buy it that. It is one of DVD. the it's ones a, that's on Pluto TV. So Pluto, you yeah. uh keep an eye on Pluto TV's MST3K channel. uh And it, it'll pop up and you might want to check their on-demand stuff. And oh,
2: Oh yeah, on-demand. That's of
0: true. note, it's one where they they didn't watch the full movie before they decided Oops. to do it.
2: <laughs> yes, it was it was the one that was like, oh, we have to make sure we watch the whole movie, not just yes. the first fifteen minutes. When we say, yeah, that'll do,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: because uh,
0: no, it gets uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> Very.
0: Oops. Anyway, so uh you know they're they're just you know obviously the Autobots are not familiar with the concept of biker gangs. Grimlock is disappointed because none of their motorcycles transform. Says
1: that's tragic. <laughs> that these, well it's not that none of the motorcycles transform it's that these motorcycles only have mo- one mode and that's tragic it <laughs> it's, it's not that he wants to see the spectacle of them transforming he just feels bad for them
0: and, and Sideswipe's trying to sort of explain how they all have jackets to, because they're nonconformists but Fix-It says, well, but they all have the same jacket
1: it's to show they're different in the same way and and yeah, he says drones like you would never understand anyway. And I'm like, is that like, Ooh, drones. A, a yeah, like um, epithet against mini cons or? It feels like an
2: insult.
1: Or he it, doesn't really say is it against it mini cons, or is it
2: just against like his profession of being a mechanic, or, or,
1: or his profession of being like a small. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose to believe that it's like you know, like, a, like he's calling him like an office drone, and not that he's being racist towards
1: me. Yeah, things. I mean, he doesn't say Probably, it. But. The tone does not sound especially like he's. It's it's a particularly cruel thing to be saying. It, it just does sound more like the boring people. Like he's calling him a boring person.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, I guess they're using just the, the normal English human definition of drone. Yes.
1: But being that they're robots, it's also equally because it would be very sad if sideswipe were just to get suddenly unreasonably racist against minicons. Yes. Although I I could see fix it hanging out
0: with Bertie Wooster.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and there are some great uh, we get some a great bit of biker dialogue oh my here. God.
1: Yes. Which
0: is uh, hey. Hey, Snake, why don't we get some of that road dust off your lips? Yes,
1: this is when... So Russell goes to bed, and they decide to keep watching it. So you don't have that awkward moment of Russell trying to explain to them what's going on. Like, sorry, explaining to Optimus where babies come from.
2: Before we get getting the road dust off, there is an answer to a question I had last episode in this one. Oh, they
1: live in a trailer! Yeah, like a, a... Toe behind camping trailer. camping, on my, a trailer. camping Yeah, like Which a Honestly, again, goals. Denny is my life goals. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about that. They, well, they, they could be
2: fine, but not for long term. They're comfortable enough. I think it was like a 24-foot trailer, maybe? It wasn't that big, but it wasn't tiny. I
1: mean, when you've got enough space no, that your giant TV is just sitting in the open with a couch and you don't have neighbors to yeah. care, then... Well, it's sitting in the diner... Yeah, so or cooking in company. the diner. It's basically like the entire scrapyard is their home, and that's just their bedroom, well, effectively. Yeah,
2: if I had like the front of a diner and the kitchen sitting on my front yard, yeah, I can live in a tiny trailer. Yes, yes, but <laughs> have to be a tiny trailer with enough shelving for toys and books and whatnot. Anyway, yes, continue with with the. the but yes, getting we have found
1: out roads, where they sleep. It's in a in a makes. camper.
0: Yeah, we don't yeah, see so, the
2: interior, but we see where they live.
0: Yeah, we, we we do hear some biker chick saying, Hey, Snake, why don't we get some of that road dust off your lip? And, and Arm is just it.
1: <laughs> And there's the best kissing sounds. <laughs> just like... I wasn't paying uh, attention to the sound. I was
2: just like, oh, Cybertronians don't have kissing.
1: There's just absolute, like, going on. Except
0: when they do on Beast Wars.
1: Yes. Well, that's in the future. Oh, okay. Well, that's true. That's a good point.
2: <laughs> by then, they've learned. It's just on oh, the Cybertron in this universe. They don't have kissing,
1: so which they do not understand I, why these humans are smashing, smashing. their mouths together. Yes. yes. Like,
2: okay. So, are we, uh, well, is, this isn't as bad as like a proto culture moment where the giants want to see the little humans kiss even more because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> they're confused by it. But but it. it it does spoil a lot of fan art that came out of this show.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, I, hope most of it, I hope it doesn't involve Strongarm.
2: It probably does. How many female characters do we... Okay, Windblade will show up eventually. On the Decepticons yes. side. Well, but of course
0: it might involve the two of them.
2: Ooh. The most recurring woman ooh. on this show is yes. Strongarm. So, yes, most of it involves... Her. Well, like the last show, most of the fan art that was in the Naughty Direction involved the art scene.
1: David, now, but I there was I say also this Arachne. as someone what? who has, in the past, produced adult content fan works yes. for Transformers, yes. canon doesn't I really know. matter.
2: <laughs> I know, canon doesn't matter, and there is also a, pro- a lot of gay
1: stuff. Canon does not matter at all. Canon is just right out the window.
2: Yes. Well, there's also fan characters, self inserts. Oh, your Mary, Susan, Gary Stews. <coughs> yes, yes. But but majority of what I encountered was strong arm fan art. Yes. And if it wasn't strong arm fan art, it was steel jaw.
1: Well, yes. As we have established, Steeljaw is unreasonably sexy.
2: He's, he's a strong
0: number two.
1: <laughs> he's a strong power bottom. You mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the show.
0: Yeah. So, so sideswipes creeping. You know, he's he's just walking around the uh, the scrapyard, and then he some somebody's creeping around there. So he tries to take him down, also, and then he's is immediately
1: he's wondering to himself. Why do they wear the same jackets? (laughs) But yes.
0: So he is quickly taken down by this guy who turns out to be Jazz. uh, Bumblebee's old friend who we've never met before.
1: So again, we get one of those sort of like last episode. You you had that moment of strong arm being followed and turning around and being like, you! And that was the end of the cold open, that was the cut to credits. You've got that here where he's in silhouette and actually at first I thought he was Soundwave. Yeah, so did I because I
2: completely forgot Jazz was even in this series.
1: He's and not like, in it much. No.
2: His shape and, well, he has speakers on his shoulders that kick out sound. It like
1: Soundwave, which is, I mean, is that you know, is a nod back stream? to something that he did yeah. occasionally in G1, but it is something you would, especially if in the meantime, like me, you've been watching Cyberverse where Soundwave does have like shoulder audio. Uh yes. So yeah, at, at first, given that he attacks Sideswipe, he's all in shadow and he has some audio I thing. Agree. I thought it was Soundwave, he, like, but- once we get past the opening credits we see that it's jazz.
2: Yeah. But like it was like evoking the sound wave from animated, not the sound wave we just had in Prime. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. definitely a skinny guy.
1: He's not I'm very bulky. jazz shaped, but he's definitely not prime soundwave shaped at all in no. but I'm isn't I mean, Soundwave does show up in robots in disguise and I remember him being Eventually, yes. more blocky. Bulked
0: up, yeah. Well, he originally shows up in his original body, then he gets a new one.
1: Oh,
2: okay. Because hmm. they had a new toy. Yes.
0: Yes. So uh, so he is voiced by Arif S. Kinchin, who is... Uh, like, he does a lot of uh, video game voice act- acting work. Okay. Oh. And then he was also on the uh short lived 90s sitcom Sparks, I uh, was... which starred... Uh...
1: What? I was kind of mm. surprised that he wasn't Phil Lamar, but I guess Phil Lamar has already been Jazz, so... Yes. Someone else needed to turn.
0: Uh, yeah, he was on the uh, uh, 90s sitcom Sparks, which also starred uh, Uncle Phil himself, James Avery, Ooh. and Robin Givens, and Terrence Howard. Wow. Oh. Uh, also had uh, Miguel A. Nunez Jr., who I just saw get killed by Jason Voorhees in a Friday the 13th movie. <laughs> 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 because it's October and I'm Marathon.
1: Yes. That sounds <laughs> Although like Although
0: technically... Good Technically, he was in the fifth one, so he was killed by Roy. Oh, Roy.
1: <laughs> and I need to go back and watch all the Nightmare on Elm Street. It's It's been a while.
0: So you're saying you are, you know, the time is coming. You are ready for Freddy.
1: Yes. Yes, I Much am. Much
0: like the Fat Boys.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, man, those movies are just a whole thing. <laughs>
0: So yeah, he he's an old friend of Bumblebee's. I wonder if at one point this was going to be a guy from Prime.
1: Um, uh, he does. I mean, his shape is actually kind of more Prime Smokescreen. Right.
0: I mean, I, not, I mean, not not once this had been animated, but at some point in the script stage, just because, uh, you know, he is very buddy buddy with Bumblebee, who clearly knows yeah. him yeah and what if it was well hey you know we you like this show with RC but we're trying to we're selling the new jazz this year so <laughs> I mean, how about it's jazz
1: if you I, hmm I'm just thinking like the way the rest of the story goes I don't know if RC she might have kind of fit in with the role that he plays here but not as much as the the dynamic that he will kick off shortly with the uh, Sideswipe. Once he gets Sideswipe back on his yeah, feet,
0: the, yeah, this is true. I mean, you the can, dynamic
2: of jazz makes more sense. But then there's the reference to the bikers in the movie uh, they were watching. That maybe, but yeah, RC kind of doesn't.
0: I mean,
1: fit. you can. Or I guess it could be
0: smokescreen. Where you, you know, can reasonably,
1: yeah, I could see it as. I don't know. Sideswipe is likely. kind of the smokescreen of this series. Well, that's the thing. It's
0: like, hey, I I used to be, you know, A I used to be the sideswipe.
1: I used to be the pain in the ass. That's right. <laughs> the The sort of reading between the lines that I get from this, like as it actually is, is just that. You know, not I, I talk about how oh, everyone on Cybertron is like three years old, uh, but not everybody is because there were still Autobots out in space, uh, like. Alas, poor Sea Spray, getting oh Sea spray. randomly killed off screen. Whoa. So I assume that Jazz is like someone, an Autobot who has been around for a really long time. He was off in space during Prime, and he came back after the All Spark was, or the Well of All Sparks was reignited. And so he is. I mean, I guess I just. They do seem to be playing up the him being buddy-buddy with Bumblebee, just as like, hey, we're both... Though I guess Sideswipe is also kind of a G1 character, so... That's true. I can't just be like, hey, these are some G1 characters. Uh, so we're going to pretend they have known each other forever. Uh, What's up? We're
0: 1984 buddies.
1: Yes, they're 1984 buddies. But I, I do kind of... I mean... I assume that, yeah, if you want to actually fuss over continuity, then Jazz was just one of these Autobots. Or like Wheeljack was most of the time mm-hmm. just out in space doing stuff, and then he came back and they were like, hey. And so. But yeah, I could see it being like it was supposed to be either RC or Smokescreen. Mm. But I like that it's Jazz. Jazz is cool. Yeah. I mean, that's literally like his character yes. definition is cool.
0: <laughs> so yeah, he's, uh, he's there because, uh, well, we got that signal from the Alchemor, and it turns out that it is busted up and all over the planet. And the Autobot Council is not thrilled with Bumblebee's somewhat impulsive decision to uh, to go to Earth with a cadet and a known criminal.
1: Yeah. Which is nice that they call that out.
0: Yes, and uh, he makes a pretty amusing crack about sideswipe here. He said, "Hey, this one, this one thinks he's dangerous."
1: Yeah, <laughs> because he does seem to be assuming that sideswipe is like an actual Decepticon, and Bumblebee has to be like, "No, he's he's one of my people."
0: Yes. So yeah, they're, uh, you know, he, he's gonna, you know, so we're all gonna head back to Cybertron, and we're gonna straighten everything out, but Bumblebee doesn't want to, because, he's all like, well, yeah, but we've got to take care of all the Decepticons that are just rampaging through Earth, and by the time, you know, we go and we come back with reinforcements or whatever, they'll be doing a lot more rampaging.
1: Yeah. And there's, like, you know, life here. There's... Beings and a civilization that we kind of need to protect. Mm. I guess the other defining characteristic of Jazz is that he's super into Earth stuff. So I am kind of disappointed that we didn't get to have him being super into Earth stuff. But
0: yeah, he should have at least caught some of this biker movie.
1: Yeah, he probably. I'm I'm going to head canon that he did so uh, off screen, just between scenes yes. after. Mm. The episode ends, but before he actually goes back to Cybertron. Mm hmm. Uh,
0: David, are you still there?
2: Oh yeah, sorry, I was okay. just
0: quiet. Oh no, no no, oh no, I just I was just worried you didn't worried you dropped off. No problem. Oh,
2: no. No, no. I fell asleep. Well, I, I would just being quiet and looking up something in the background.
0: Okay. So they before they can talk any further about this though, uh, some guy just burrows right out of the ground and uh, heads over to their Anadron stash.
1: And fix it helpfully declares that it's a Decepticon.
0: Yes, and specifically it is PED.
2: Which mm, worst name for Decepticon we've had
0: yet. It's it's uh, I guess it's a name it's a it means something to do with dirt. Like it's a chunk of dirt.
1: It's like also a, a prefix usually used for feet. feet. Yeah. Yes. And according and to And he doesn't have any. Well, according Not to really. TF Wiki the writer refers to him at some point and maybe this is like in the the character developmental stuff that they ended up not using as like a centipede a con yeah. or something. Because but then
2: why isn't his name PED instead of Pede? Although I guess
1: saying Pede on T V.
0: Yeah, yeah Ped isn't is a not bad great. idea.
1: Well the uh, the notes on his wiki page also helpfully point out that in Japanese his name is pronounced Pendo. Which makes it even worse. It's oh, like, helpful <laughs> But also, uh,
2: like, like his design is like. I suppose it's supposed to be a reference to like an ant lion, but he looks more like an orca. He
1: does looks, look like an orca. I did have to look up to to remind myself whether ant lions are real, uh, because primarily I'm just familiar with ant lions from like a really big like, boss fight in Final Fantasy 4. Yes. <laughs> oh. But they they are apparently one of those things that are both real, but also a fantasy creature.
2: Well, yeah, because the, the actual bug is named after, like, a mythical kind of thing. It's just like, thought a giant ant in the ground, yes. giant pincers that grabs you and yanks you down, which is sort of what this guy does. But his design is like... Also, like I swear it was an orca the first time I saw it because his coloration is mostly black with some white spots that are kind of orca-like and just some red armor on top. But he
0: does have, like, bug mandibles. Yeah,
2: he has mandibles, but it's like, like they're aliens, whatever, and the giant claws. And he has legs, but he doesn't have feet. He sort of walks around
0: on his knees. He's like um, Dorf, uh, played by... Uh, oh,
1: God. Yes. Oh, what's his name? Um, um,
0: Tim Conway. Tim Conway.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but uh, what I love is he has this like crazy monstrous appearance. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of mystery science theater, he's voiced by Eddie Deezen.
2: Yes, Eddie Deezen, <laughs> best known in his starring role as the eighth build in Laser Blast. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: and the, the thing know, the that most like, um, uh, jumped out at me as I as I watched this is that he was. Uh, Man, Dark on Dexter. Yes, Dexter's yes, so Lab, not the other Dexter. For that's these. a different <laughs> show entirely. Uh, but
0: yeah, he's also in Greece and Greece too. One of the few people who's in both. Hmm. Yes. Um. He is. Uh, he's in 1941. Um, oh yeah.
2: Which uh, is. I want to
0: hold your hand. Like he is in Laser blast. Uh What I want to hold your hand. That's Robert Zemeckis' first movie of oh. uh, Back to the Future fame. mm Hmm. But he's also done, I think, he's mostly a voice actor now, and he's done a ton of voice work. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because he has a very distinct, nerdy, small guy voice. Yeah, this
1: yeah, is if you need... definitely his Mandark voice here. It's, it's I mean, pretty if great.
0: Need, if, Yeah, if you are making a movie in the 70s and 80s, and you needed a nerd, you called Eddie Deason.
2: Yes. Unless you were making Revenge of the Nerds. Which apparently oh. he gets confused for being in all the time.
0: It is shocking he is not in that movie. But also, there is more sexual assault there than I want to associate with Eddie Deason.
2: Yeah, yeah that's Eddie for Deason the best. turned that down. Presumably,
0: <laughs> so we called every nerd in Hollywood. Deason, you in or out?
2: I read the script. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh,
0: and so, yeah, he is. He has. He is a Decepticon with a massive inferiority complex. Yes. Like he's, he's constantly being taunted and mocked and called a bot worm
1: which is I guess the closest thing we get to what kind of animal he's actually supposed to be
0: yes, see so, yeah, he's also got stinging mandibles that paralyzes peop paralyze people
2: oh right like he he's maybe a reference to a Mongolian death worm, which is a thing that does not exist, yes.
1: But yes, he, he is also referred to in like one of the writer's blogs as a centipedocon, though he doesn't actually, so that, yeah, I'm not, I, I think it's fair to say that nobody's really, none of us are really sure what's going on with his design. He was maybe supposed to be a centipede at some point and that's where his name came from, except then he was made this sort of, yeah, well he, he doesn't have like, Legs. Like, no. lots of like, legs.
2: He's a neat design, and although I don't know how they would have turned him into a toy since he turns into like an 18 wheeler. Yeah. Might have figured it out, but it, it, he's cool looking. He's also yes. pretty Just large. large. Yes. Yeah, he's taller than everybody, even Grimlock.
1: Yeah, yeah. he is pretty like, big.
2: Oh. I think he's the biggest Decepticon we've met so far. I, it's either that
0: or Underbite. Underbite was pretty big.
2: Underbite was big, but he was on all four, so it's hard
0: to judge. No, that's true.
2: I think he's taller than the Buffalo Con.
0: Yeah, anyway, I like that he is so gigantic, and also is Eddie Deason. Eddie
2: Deason, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> this small guy voice yes. coming out of a giant killer whale robot worm thing.
0: Uh, so, yeah, so he gets some of their Energon. He takes off into his tunnels. And they don't have a lot of Energon, so they've got to go get it back. So they, they head into the tunnels themselves. And we got another Bumblebee attempted catchphrase. Yes, number five. Autobots, let's bug out.
1: Oh, uh, Jazz is so embarrassed for him. It's oh. It's
2: like the worst one yet. I mean, it's situationally appropriate if he looked like a bug, but...
0: Well, I mean, he's They're kind going of like, after he a, a bug. bug. Well, also, he's Bumblebee, which is also a bug.
1: I, I figured it was because they were chasing a bug, but yeah, it's definitely something that's only situationally appropriate, and even then, not very good. I do no. really appreciate how embarrassed Jazz is for him. Oh, I, I got a question. Do sinkholes work like this? Oof. Uh, sort of, but not really.
2: I mean, I, I only know them conceptually in that there was no hole there, and now there is.
1: I mean, that's, that is how sinkholes work, is normally there's some sort of cavern underneath the surface, and the amount of ground between the top of the cavern and the actual ground itself is insufficient, and it all falls into the cavern, so you, now you have this big ol' hole.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And so I guess since this is, this does, I'm not not gonna i'm not gonna go on about drill tanks i'm not i i was just <laughs> i was uh just amusing myself during a bunch of overnight shifts at work with uh the transformers victory d v d set uh that I got from Australia so it's got the dub tracks uh and that has not only does it have an unreasonable amount of drill tanks because it's anime from the late late eighties there's also this scene where one of the brain master guys is holding this giant drill, but then the drill just shoots a laser out at the rock. (laughs) That's not how any of this works. But it it is sort of annoying how, like, the ground that he digs through just disappears.
0: Yeah, this uh, this is Bugs Bunny physics.
1: Yeah, that part is not actually how, uh how sinkholes work. The ground that falls into it does end up at the bottom of the cavern. So yes. uh, though I, uh, I do want to note that I, I think I've mentioned that I was watching through Avatar, the last airbender uh, last month or so. And that does have the one acceptable drill tank that I have encountered in a work of fiction. So shout out to Avatar, the last airbender for having a functional drill tank. <laughs>
0: Hooray for Drill Tanks.
2: yeah Oh, neat. Uh, Laser Blast was the first movie to come out that Eddie Deason was in. Ooh. Ooh his that was...
0: film debut. Yes.
2: Filmed after Grease, but came out first.
0: Ah. And I guess my question is, was he, was he ready for some football?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for some football. Yeah. Oh, Niners were on today. Or no, Packers. Packers.
0: Packers. Was it? Ooh. Who were they playing? Packers. Anyway, oh, so they they come to a fork in the tunnel. They have to split up. So sideswipe goes with jazz because he's very obsessed with how cool jazz is. Yeah, and strong jazz, arm goes with jazz.
1: Will allow it. Yes, he's tolerating it.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, it, it, it's okay.
1: Yeah, he's yes. not like preening or anything, but he's like, all right, I can deal with this. Yeah, I like jazz.
0: He's, so, you know, he, you know Sideswap's talking about how, you know, you know, I'm so much faster and, and cooler than everybody else, but I just have to, you know, have to, have to slow down to, to, so they can keep up with me. You know, Jazz is just very mellow about the whole thing, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. You, know you just gotta, you gotta pace yourself.
1: Yep, and he's like, oh, I don't need to pace myself because I'm just all energy. It's like, okay, dude, <laughs> settle down.
0: Um, meanwhile, uh B and Strongarm encounter ped and the tunnel starts collapsing. So they end up having to hold this up.
1: And apparently they're under downtown Crown City at this point. Also, if Crown City wanted to put in a subway, now is the time. They are Yeah, there's all these tunnels <laughs> now that are the size of a little like to put in a
0: subway. Well, in a few episodes we are going to see the subway.
1: <gasps> Maybe oh, yeah, they so did.
2: Is this- is this under the subway? This I guess it must be. Because, like, doesn't like a lamp post fall down?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure exactly the how
2: this works. Or something? <laughs> it, it's it's That's very always
1: off. the problem with these drill things: is it doesn't work. <laughs> the ground has to go somewhere. Sandworms only work because sand is soft. Yeah. <sighs> Ant lions do their thing in sand and they stay up at the surface. But yes. I'm my my headcanon is now going to be that after all these tunnels got drilled, they put in a subway.
2: Yes. <laughs> just
1: This seems like something that people would find alarming. Like, is everyone in Crown City just like stoned all the time?
0: <laughs> it's a, it's like Sunnyvale and Buffy.
1: Okay. <laughs> so- no one well, really noticed. Sunnyvale,
2: Buffy, like, like it was a hellmouth. It was perverting and twisting people just by existing there. Like, a girl became invisible because people stopped talking to her. That town <laughs> was cursed because of the hellmouth. Uh,
1: but yes, a chunk of downtown starts caving in on top of <laughs> yes. them.
0: And so this is when Jazz and Sideswipe come in. Sideswipe gets paralyzed and... Jazz is all, oh, hey, why don't we team up, uh, crazy bug guy? I could be your second in command. Because Ped's all, oh, yes, I'll, i am going to get all this Energon, and then all the Decepticons will have to be nice to me and respect me.
1: I'll, because I'll, I'll be the one with the
0: Energon. Ha 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 ha! And then he also transforms at this point, He's, he turns into a tanker truck, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I mean that. Yeah. That's that one is... of those things
0: where he, he turns into like the entire truck.
1: Yes, not yeah, just try try. The He he
2: cab. does a motor master.
0: Yes. Which I always dig that. I I like that. Mm. Yes.
1: Yeah. Also at at some point in here, I forget whether it's before or after Jez pretends he's gonna buddy up with uh with Ped, but he says something about like under you know, seeing why B put Sideswipe on, on the team. and I'm Like, B had no choice but to put him on the team. They're castaways.
0: <laughs> you yeah. can just make him stay home with Fix-It all the time.
1: I guess. He could have sent him home, I guess.
0: Yes. Anyway, so yeah, they... Uh... So Jazz tries blasting him with the speakers, but that just makes more of the roof cave in. So they all end up buried. Uh, ped takes off, takes the energon with him, and so they go back to the scrapyard. And it's time to set up a ped trap.
1: <gasps> dun dun dun!
0: Basically, they're going to put up a they're going to put up a big pile of energon cubes and a big pile of boxes that are painted like energon cubes.
1: Yes, apparently, Deddy and Russell found some buckets of glow in the dark blue paint, which yes, is pretty clever. And he
2: just had like a hundred boxes the same size as an Energen cube. I mean,
1: yes. yes. <laughs> they're like
0: crates. And, and then they're just gonna put a big open stasis pod in there, so he'll get into the Energon cubes, and they'll just push him into the, the the stasis pod.
1: It's a really big stasis pod, too, which, again, as I said, he's a big guy, but again, that goes back to what I was saying previously about uh, with Minitron about, mm. like, different sized stasis cubes being required for Transformers having a lot of diversity.
0: Mm.
2: Oh, do, do many Transformers in this series, like, change size when they change
0: their all I don't think... I think very few of them, if any.
2: Okay, Because I was thinking, oh, maybe they're just all the same stasis bod, but they're using, like, Scaling technology like you have back in G1 with sound Soundwave. I did yeah. think
1: that that sounded like it would be, that seemed like it would be very useful to have. But I don't know. Mm. I don't think we see any examples of shrinking yeah. and growing in here. No. I think they If that just, was
2: an option, they would have shrunk the one that was filled with mud and just carried it. Yes. yes.
1: I think they just have, well, I don't know. Maybe that doesn't shrink what's in it. So it would just, mm. I guess it would probably just squirt the mud out. But (laughs) But anyway, I guess, yeah, they just have to keep a stock of a variety of sizes of stasis cubes. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Stasis pods. Cube pods. The cube!
0: So they they, they get up on a train car, so they're going to watch. But unfortunately, Pet has figured out what they're going to do, and this train car that they're on falls into this giant pit.
2: Yay, sinkhole, and... Thus will begin the running gag of the end of this episode, step on Fix-It's face. Yes. <laughs>
1: oh, I didn't realize that becomes a running gag. That's sad. He gets it so abused in this episode. four or five times.
0: Yeah, so they, so they're all he okay. He gets you know, so we...
1: physically abused in this episode.
0: Yeah, yes. so, so we're all in this pit. Everybody stand on each other's shoulders and we'll form a pot and we'll form like a, a chain. And unfortunately, Grimlock decides, okay, first guy, I'll do it. I'll step on fix it
1: shoulders, and yeah, the- it's a
2: stupid gag, but but it, it's a funny gag with, with the first time fix it gets stepped on, yes. <laughs> but it keeps going
1: and Grimlock gives a very innocent maybe we should have tried that the other way around <laughs> yes. Like, yes yes, grimlock, fix it is such a tiny boy,
0: yeah.
2: So, he's the so, size
1: so, of Grimlock's foot.
0: Yes. So so Ped's up there, and he decides, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of these humans because they they could interfere with my plans. So he sees Russell, and he's all, "Where is the larger human?"
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: uh, and so he his, uh he has gone, and he's got a uh, he, he's got a construct some sort of front end loader or something, and he's hitting Ped with it. Somewhat ineffectually, but he doesn't like it. Mm. Meanwhile, the Autobots have figured out that the bot that the biggest guy goes on the bottom. (laughs) Yes. And sideswipe is is pyramid, and so sideswipe is inspired to start Naruto running.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Well, I running of some kind,
0: and and do like a ninja jump uh, up the sides of this thing. Like, uh, wait,
2: it's a triangle jump in your standard like old. Nintendo game. Yes, it is. Off the wall.
1: Yeah, it is a very Mega Man kind of jump,
2: mm. or
0: Ninja Gaiden.
1: Oh man, that game is hard.
2: Yes, it is.
0: So he uh, he gets up to the he gets up to the surface.
1: Uh, his
2: last jump being off of Fixit's face.
0: Yes.
1: Poor Fixit. Why? Why is he so abused? <laughs> it's just a little thing.
0: So he starts he already fighting
2: his head trauma. Stop doing that. Yeah.
0: So
1: he, Gonna make so it he starts worse. fighting
0: ped. Um, Denny has got an electromagnet now, and he's starting to get them out of this with it, although it ends up getting fix it face first.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> so everyone gets else it in the face. Everyone else holds on to fix it. So yep. it's not great.
0: So so Jazz is there, he gets zapped, and now it's time for Sideswipe. To realize that uh Ped has the same weakness as Marty McFly. <laughs> he's all oh hey, hey, hey botworm. Hey loser.
2: Yeah, because he mentioned that they were uh, Decepticons would call him that when he was talking to sideswipe in the hole, or talking to Jazz in the hole.
0: Yeah, the like, oh hey, hey, you're you you know, you you're just a botworm. You know what they do with worms here on Earth? They used to catch fish. And so he's enraged. They they both go tumbling into this stasis pod. Which sideswipe... sideswipe
1: tells Bumblebee to close no matter yes. what. That's he's right. Like, wow. Way to be melodramatic.
0: Just seal me in here forever with this weird bug guy. You can unfreeze me whenever you get to Cybertron, <laughs> I guess.
1: I feel like probably they're. I don't know. They could probably extract him quickly enough that. Pat I don't know how that works. Out. But yeah, it would Yeah,
2: haven't we seen that they're like groggy after they're immediately unfrozen? You would or, think um, stasis? I guess.
0: I guess you don't want to risk it though.
1: Yeah, that it does seem like a very self sacrificing thing for him to say.
0: Mm. But luckily Jazz intervenes, they both get out of there and uh all gets hit three with his own. Yeah All three of roomy. them are in
1: the stasis pod. It's huge.
2: Yeah. Like, it, it's big enough for Ped, and then, like, another Ped could fit in there. Sideswipe so and
1: Jazz all punching each other in there. <laughs> Which we only see from the outside. Yeah.
0: Hmm. So, so he's imprisoned. Uh, eventually, Strongarm gets out of this hole. Grimlock does not.
1: <laughs> no, nope, he's still hmm. down there.
0: Thankfully, he's not in the next episode. Yes. And, and you know, Jazz. You know, I, I. You know, well, I, I'm just a guest star here, so I'm gonna go back to Cybertron. I'll try and smooth things over with the Council, and uh, but don't worry, I'll be back. Spoilers: I don't think he's back until like the series finale. Wow, know, that sucks. It does. Aww.
1: But Jazz, well, no, fun. stay on Earth. Discover Madonna. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I guess at this point he'd be discovering like Taylor Miley Swift, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, Taylor Swift.
1: Probably still Taylor Swift. It's 2015. It's not 2010 here. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. We've established that I don't listen to pop music.
0: Yeah. Uh, Billy Eilish? Yes. Is that how you pronounce that? That would
1: be today, would be Billy Eilish. I think there's an I in there.
2: Maybe
0: maybe hmm. eyelash?
1: I just wanna mm. say I I really like and respect as a person and I wish I liked her music, but I don't.
0: I kinda like that Bond thing she did.
1: I I, I, I think I've her only heard
2: person. the bad guy song and it was okay.
1: It's just ASMR makes me uncomfortable.
0: Oh well that yeah. yeah
1: and I don't wanna be like, oh it's just ASMR because it's music, but it also has those same elements that make me deeply uncomfortable.
0: Alright, so that is, can you dig it? And I guess the question is, do we dig it?
1: Yeah, I like, I like Jazz. I wish he had shown up more on here to do fun guest star things. I wish he had gotten to hang around on Earth more. Also, as, uh, as Jazz is leaving, uh, Strongarm comes up to Sideswipe and says, looks like somebody has a role model. And I was, I really thought she was gonna say, looks like somebody has a crush. <laughs> but alas, this is not prime where RC was straight up like, "So how's your boyfriend, bulkhead?" <laughs>
2: so alas, yeah, we don't get that anymore.
1: But yeah, it's—I uh. Uh, mean, apart from like questions about what the deal is with Ped and whether Jazz is being used to his full extent, it's—it's it's a good, fun episode.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Jazz, Jazz is used well here. It's just that we don't get enough of him in the rest of the series. No. The yeah. other characters. Pen, the problem with Penn is really just his name.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, short
2: he's Short and bad like... and doesn't even feel like a Transformer name. Yeah. yeah,
0: he needs to be, I don't know, uh Dirt Boss or something.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh,
2: yeah, that... It, it's more of an insulting name to him, but it, it would be more fitting.
1: It'd be a thing he would call himself.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm the dirt boss.
1: The great and powerful dirt boss. He's gonna boss the dirt around. I am just It's such a as, stupid doing,
0: name. Is doing like Paul F. Tompkins impression of the cake boss. <laughs> like, oh hey, I'm the dirt boss. <laughs>
1: He's got to tell somebody's got to tell the dirt what to do.
0: Uh, so I think that now brings us to David's Tokusatsu corner. It's
1: Toku time. Yes.
2: This week on Chuku Sentai Gogo Five What does it say? Shoot, I wrote. Ah, my notes. Notes. Secret Art, the Tornado Drop <laughs> This is kind of an infamous episode or famous episode. Mm. It's a weird one. First it starts off with the bad guys are having a dinner party at like a big, long, fancy table with candelabras. Their imp minions have bow ties and little vests on, <laughs> carrying out platters with food and stuff. Cobolda almost eats, I think it's a hamster or a rat? No! But but he just drops it and makes me wonder, oh, what happened to that rat that fell into his lap? <laughs> Where did it off. go?
0: Oh, it just makes you think of that tick episode of oh, You're So Evil, and why don't you eat this puppy?
2: So <laughs> yes. oh, so they're doing it. It's just a weird beginning, which is shit I like about bad guys where they just do seemingly normal things, but it's so weird to have a giant rubber suit monster doing it. Love that shit. Anyway, um, Kobold is like, no, I can take on the bad guys. I summon a new monster, which is a uh, martial arts beast Spartan, who's a giant Cyclops wrestler. K is an impressive design, <laughs> but silly. Like, he actually has a wrestling belt on, and, like, his coloration on his body is sort of like he's wearing a black singlet. It's adorable and wonderful. Anyway, cut to the Rangers are at a police judo tournament thing where Yellow is competing, but he loses to a guy with an injured leg somehow. And this is the first instance where we see a an old bearded man in a black gi who wanders in there, watches that match, and wanders out after drinking some milk. It turns out he's like Yellow's old judo master or something who taught him at police academy how to throw people and do karate and whatnot. Do, anyway. do impressions? I, I assume he also
0: taught him to do like uh, sound effects with his mouth.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what you learned at the police academy, unless those movies actually lied to me.
2: Yeah, those movies have lied to you. <gasps> what? Oh, quite possibly. Anyway, uh, what's the next thing? Oh yeah, the the Cyclops wrestler guy goes out and is beating up the masters of various dojos and boxing rings and just taking the signs from their dojo. Which is the thing that happens in, like, martial arts, manga, and TV shows where you go around proving you're the strongest and the greatest by beating up other martial artists and taking the sign for their business. What? I don't know why that's a thing, but it's kind, kind of, of a cool thing that you have. What kind of
1: businesses do they have? Are they, like, vape shops?
2: No, they're <laughs> karate dojos and, and, and... Oh, okay. Like, wrestling academies or whatnot just taking the signs and having the minions drag around these giant signs it's like <laughs> we kick their ass What if they pile
1: not business people <laughs> Did they just not get to fight
0: i only fight I professionals
1: <laughs> yes. all that
2: has to have happened where like somebody like a karate master just attacks like an accountant's shop and takes their sign Oh, that, oh my <laughs> god. Damn, that has to have happened in some comedy anime somewhere. But I can't think of an example of that.
1: that anyway, uh, the
2: Rangers finally encounter the Cyclops. They shoot lasers at him. He's invincible to lasers, but, but he also torments them by saying, no, 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 only cowards fight an unarmed foe with lasers. Wrestle me! It's like, okay, so they wrestle <laughs> him. and get their asses kicked. Even the Yellow Ranger. And, and then the, the old guy, Master shows up again, challenges the Cyclops, and kicked his, kicks his butt, which like confuses the Cyclops. Someone on this planet is stronger than me. What? But in the process, like the Cyclops gets thrown down these the front of these temple steps, rolls down the steps, and almost rolls over a cat? Like, like <laughs> no, cat. was the cat just, was the cat randomly on set that day outside, or did they intentionally <laughs> have the cat run towards him? And escape before getting rolled over? Is this, is this an animal cruelty episode? (sighs) No. Which I, older Toku might be bad about that in sometimes, but also like they do weird things like, wait, were they using an actual dog in that stunt where you had to jump off a roof? I hope (laughs) not. (laughs) I don't think so, but every once in a while it's like, wait, wait, what? Things just go by so fast and there's an animal in the scene and I get a little worried. <laughs> but they seem fine, um, and it was decades ago. Where the hell was I? Oh the um yellow Ranger refuses to be trained by the old master or, or something like there's a confusion there like like the yellow Ranger like sort of retired from from other than that Judah tournament from being like a martial artist. But the master is like saying, it's like, oh, I'm going to be dying soon. He's got the, the classic cough, cough, cough. I'm sick old man. I must oh, pass no. along my final secret technique to somebody before I die. And that ends up being the cyclops. Cause the cyclops shows up and it's like says, I want to be, learn from you. And then he's like, no. But then Kobolda comes and says, no, you're not obeying my um, plan. What are you doing here? Trying to learn martial arts I'm kicking you out of the bad guys Ha 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 Like this is not an obvious setup (laughs) Which it is So the old man Teaches him Teaches the Cyclops his final technique Which he then After he learns it's like Ha ha screw you old man And tosses him
1: (laughs) Cause he's evil surprise (laughs) It's what you do when you're evil
2: But while this is going on, like, while he was training with the old guy, the Yellow Ranger was training on his own solo. Because, like, this fight against this monster rekindled his his thing. It's like, okay, I don't really want to take over your academy, old man, but I need to be stronger to fight this monster. So he trains and, and ends up, like, after the master realized, oh no, the monster tricked me. He was evil. He crawls over to the Yellow Ranger. It's like, no, I must teach you, but, but you cannot go without, f- and fight that monster without first fighting me. And, and it's a touching emotional thing. It's like, throw me, defeat me. If you can't defeat me, you can't defeat the monster. It's like, just on the verge of tears, the yellow ranger just flips this old man over him onto the ground. <laughs> and then, then he's, the old man's just lying there and, and the yellow ranger's like on the verge of tears as, as serious emotion hits cut to the old man is crawling away on the ground towards his knapsack he left is like wait it it immediately cuts to comedy and then then he says okay you ready here take this entire carton of milk with you it's my (laughs) ultimate secret what milk what which is why this episode is famous milk the yellow ranger arrives to challenge the cyclops Gets his butt kicked first, like the Cyclops uses the ultimate technique of jumping into the air and the tornado drop, but it does not defeat the Yellow Ranger. The Yellow Ranger gets up, drinks the carton of milk, the entire thing, Mm -hmm. and then fights the monster more, jumps up into the air and does a milk tornado drop
1: that he created (laughs) And defeats the monster that sounds creamy
0: oh it's so hot today like... milk was a bad choice <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes oh and the scene of him drinking the entire carton of milk maybe the most famous scene of this entire series like i've seen it referenced in other places like um, there's a reunion movie they do later. Oh no, it's, I think it's Gow Ranger or something. One of the other Rangers in a previous series, like some old Rangers come back to teach them a lesson or something. And it's the Yellow Ranger and he teaches them how to, a new Ranger, a new Yellow Ranger from that series, how to do the drop and drink the milk and everything. And I think, I think he's, the actor has done it in various other things since. The milk drinking like, is important. It's, He has embraced this running gag of this episode that is half serious, half absolute comedy, but they're playing it straight.
1: (laughs) It's so good.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much the episode to defeat the monster. He grows big. They defeat him again. But milk wrestling.
1: (laughs) It's fun. Nice.
0: All right. So that is...
1: There...
2: The very end of the episode, I'm not going to spoil... But the end of the episode, like, the last minute is great. I suggest watching this episode. Okay. All right. All right. It's on Chow Factory's website and stuff. They have a
0: streaming. Okay. So that is it for Can You Dig It? And that is it for us this week. But you can find us all over the internet. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. And we have a Patreon.
1: Yes, we are hosted on IaconUnderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. That's Patreon.com slash IaconUnderground, For the spooky month of Halloween, we are going back to the 80s with an episode of Inhumanoids, uh, which... What
0: is the evil that lies within?
1: It's it's pretty great. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, (laughs) So... For as little as a dollar a month, uh, you can join our Patreon, get access to every month's special episodes. Uh, we do assorted 80s shows. We do big movies when big movies exist. Uh, we did the entirety of the Kimono Friends anime, at least the first season. Uh, and it's... The only season.
0: Yeah, I've been informed that the second season does not exist.
1: <laughs> yes, we will not speak of the second season. Uh, but yeah, it is absolutely worth a buy-in of as little as a dollar a month to help us with our hosting costs, uh, and buy the occasional lunch for everybody. Uh, so yes, in Humanoids, that was, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. I want to watch the entire series now. Uh, Decompose is my new favorite 80s villain. <laughs> <sighs>
0: So, until next time, when we have some adventures in Bumblebee sitting, I'm Rob.
1: I'm Jen. Is Thor going
2: to be in this episode? I'm David. Oh, I wish.